Yes! Welcome back to Go Deep the Podcast, a member of Go Deep Productions, where we have an opinion like we have a clue. Thank you for coming back. And here's your host, John Nothing Doe. Oh boy, oh boy. Once again, we have another big show for you today. Before we get this bad boy started, I just want to give you a friendly reminder. If you want to listen to our podcast on our website, or you maybe want to purchase some of our gear, simply go to godeepproductions.godaddysites.com. Click on the link, get the gear. We have the new QR Deep shirt. It's very simple, and it links you to us. And if you're not into that, and you just want to listen to the podcast on the website without uh, uploading or any of that fun business, uh, just go to the website there, and you can listen to us from there. On today's show, we have a special guest. We have a bro host that hasn't been on for a bit. He's been busy with his personal life, work, and everything in the middle. The one, the only, Big Mikey. How are you, pal? Oh, thanks for having me on your show. Welcome back. Wonderful. So, hockey. We've, uh, we have we went from what is going to happen this season to the season's almost done. <laughs> so It's been a that, great hockey season. It has been a big hockey season. Lots of suspensions, lots of good business. So, let's get right down to it. Okay, so we're pat we're well past the midpoint. Trade deadline is uh, approaching us. Yes, very shortly. Let's talk about the trades that have just happened and what's coming down the pipe. Um, I love what uh, what Florida did. Uh, they added Claude Giroux and Ben Sherratt. Uh, the Florida trade with uh, Philadelphia Flyers, great trade for both teams. Philadelphia added a great top six forward in, uh, in Tippett. He's not that big of a kid. He's only 5'10", but uh, he was in Pencil overall pick in 2017. And, you know, they also added a first and a third rounder. Great for their future. And Giroud's going to bring a lot of experience to, to Florida. Well, he's never won a cup, but, you know, he was the captain of the Philadelphia Flyers. And he just played his 1,000th game for, for the Philadelphia Flyers. And two great additions for uh, for the Florida Panthers, uh, Claude Giroux. And let's so- talk about Ben Sherratt. He's a big defenseman, and oh boy, I'd, I'd hate to be in the way uh, of this guy if Ben Sherratt's on, or uh, on your other pair, now you have Gudas too, right? And Uyghur, you're all like big defensemen. So, yeah, like, Florida looks pretty scary on our defense core. It's like a train coming through, right? We're not even advertising a fucking furnace here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Florida looks really good. Toronto's division just got so much harder with Florida adding those two additions, and then uh, Boston, the Boston Bruins just made a trade yeah, yesterday, adding Lindholm from uh, the Anaheim uh, Ducks. So, uh, yeah, great defenseman. Top, you can put him in your top four. You know, the one missing link for Boston still is they got to address. Is that second-line center? Are they going to get it tomorrow? I don't know. But it's going to be interesting. If they can address that because Krejcik left in the offseason, Boston's going to look pretty scary. So that division's just got so much harder for Toronto. So let's talk about these, uh, the Atlantic for a second. So Florida is number one in its standings. And with all these changes, can you see that their standings are going to fall? I, it doesn't sound like it. Well, it's going to be Florida or Tampa. You, you can't count out the defending champions, uh, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. They just added Hagel. So Toronto's competing against these three teams. They all made additions. Hagel, great young player. Tampa traded two first-rounders to get this kid. Chicago Blackhawks uh, captain was disappointed. He's like, if we're doing a rebuild or a retool, how come you don't have Hagel in uh, in your lineup for the Chicago Blackhawks? And they seemed a little bit frustrated that they traded this young kid, but they did get two first-rounders. That's fair. Okay, so... In this Atlantic division, right now, Florida's number one, Tampa's number two, Toronto's number three, and looking up from to Toronto to get into the playoff card is Boston, Detroit, and then Buffalo, and then Ottawa. Oh, it's going to be Boston there. It's going to be Boston. It's going to be either Toronto or Boston at number four. Yeah. But it's really, it's going to be really tough, man. Like 
that's probably the hardest division. Well, right now, when you look at the points, Florida sitting at 90, Tampa Bay 84, Toronto 83, and Boston 81. So I could see the top the top two spots there being contested big time. Oh, yeah, anything can happen. We still have, you know, uh, regular season. We have, like, another month or so left of uh, regular season. So, yeah, anything can happen. So let's talk about... about, like, around 20 games left in the NHL. Yeah. On average for the average team. So you still have one quarter of the way to go. So in the Metropolitan Division, we have Carolina, number one, Pittsburgh, number two, and the New York Rangers, number three, followed by Washington looking up from uh, at the glass ceiling to get their way into that place. And it's a very similar story here, except the points between one and fourth place are very uh, uh, up to Yeah, yeah they're, they're all pretty good teams, don't get me wrong. But, like, yeah, like Washington-Pittsburgh, you know, this year, they, they both have, like, pretty good seasons. Uh, Tristan Jari for uh, Pittsburgh's been phenomenal. Great young goalie. Looks like, you know, he's the goalie of the future for Pittsburgh. Uh, the big question mark for Pittsburgh after uh, the playoffs will be, is, is Malkin and Latang going to sign? I think Latang will sign. Malkin, I'm not so sure, but it's going to be an interesting offseason. Where, where do sure. you envision Malkin going if he doesn't re-sign with the Pittsburgh Penguins? Um, it depends. If he wants to get paid, or does he want to take less money to stay with Pittsburgh, or does he want to go to uh, like an elite Stanley Cup contender where he takes less money and tries to win another cup? It all depends like what he wants to do. Very true point. So, like if he wants, if he wants to still get paid, he can go to like a young retooling team, like like a Montreal Canadian. But he's going to get paid there. Or he takes less money and goes to a team like Colorado. Like, I don't know. It depends what he wants. Do you want the money or, he, or do you want to win another cup? So this trade... Or do you want to just stay with Pittsburgh and, you know, and finish, uh, you know, with that core retired between Latang, Malkin, and Crosby. Your big three there. Yeah, it is. So this trade, before we leave the Metropolitan Division here, this trade between Florida and Philadelphia... Philadelphia got a, must have got a really good pick because they're not going anywhere this season in terms of the Stanley Cup. Uh, yeah, well, it's going to be a late first rounder that they're getting from Florida. Obviously, Florida is going to finish top in the standings. You're talking about uh, a draft pick between like 27 and 31 now, so okay. it's going to be a late first rounder. But yeah, I like that kid tip in their top six. So yeah, it's a good trade for both teams. So now we're going to move over to the Central Division there, Big Mikey. And we got Colorado. St. Louis, Minnesota, and Nashville, and you have uh, there. There isn't much of a point differential after the fourth place with Nashville, and right yeah. now Nashville, Minnesota are sharing seventy six points. Well, Nashville just beat Toronto last night. That was a great hockey game. It was. Uh, it wasn't great for us, but it was yeah. great for them. And Roman Yossi, their defenseman, I think he's going to win the Norris. Oh shoot! Uh, he's having an unreal season for them. Saros has took the reins from Peke Rene, and uh, yeah, he's a. Uh, He's holding his own, and he looks like a, a great goalie that they have there. And uh, Matthew Shane's actually playing up to his potential. After a few years of being a mediocre, he's probably going to have a career year and passes. I think he had a 70-point season early on in his career, but he yeah. should pass at that this year. I think he just got goal number 31 last night. Wow. When you look at the points, both Nashville and Minnesota share 76. St. Louis is only at 77. So the only movement in the Central Division, as far as I can see, will be between these three teams. Because the Colorado Avs, they're sitting at 93 yeah. points. And as far as I'm concerned, that's Yeah, they're going to win clinched. the division. They're clinched. They're in, right? They're the team to beat, but I think they still have to add like another another piece there before the trade deadline from Colorado. And they will. Now, here's my question. Because you know how we, all, we love our Canadians here on this podcast. What happened to the Winnipeg Jets this season? Um, well, their top two players started off with COVID. What, second game into the... No, no, sorry. Uh, Shifley started uh, 
the one-game suspension from last year from the playoffs, from that Montreal playoffs in Winnipeg and Montreal. Then Wheeler got COVID. I think Shifley got COVID, and like everything went just downhill. Yeah, they haven't been uh, they haven't been playing up to their potential. They should be playing better. It is what it is. Now we're gonna move over to the Pacific Division here. We have Calgary number one. We have Los Angeles in number two. Edmonton in number three. Vegas in number four. And by the looks of it, I don't think uh, Vancouver is going to be able to climb the ladder to get past Vegas into the top three spots of the Pacific. It doesn't really matter because Calgary's steamrolling through everyone. Marchand's having a phenomenal season, leading the league in shutouts with nine. Amazing goals against average and save percentage. This guy's my pick to win the Vesna this year. Um, I love what Sutter's done with this team. They look like a vintage uh, LA Kings 2.0 when the Kings won the Cup. They're like four lines deep. Great defense core. There's been rumors that Giordano might be coming back to Calgary. He was their captain last year. Yeah. Or Giordano might even be going to the Leafs. So uh, we got to wait till tomorrow to see what's going to happen, where Giordano's going to end up. But yeah, I think Calgary is going to be the team to beat in the West. I don't think it's going to be uh, Colorado coming out of that conference. I think it's going to be Calgary, in well, my opinion. I can but, definitely tell you it's not going to be Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But it, it, that should be a showdown for their conference final between Colorado and Calgary, in my opinion. Now, when we look at the points... Um, it's not quite a clinch yet for Calgary, much like the Avs have on their end. They It's 84 points for Calgary and 76 is se- uh, second place, which is Los Angeles, followed by Edmonton at 74 and Vegas looking up at 72. So between yeah. Vegas and Los Angeles, there could be a lot of movement there depending on what happens. Yeah, tomorrow it's possible. Trade All those teams are... Uh, they're having like okay season. Vegas has hit a wall right now, but they got to get their act together. Uh, their goalie's uh, hurt again, Jack- isn't he? Uh, yeah, Robin Leonard's injured again. Their second, third string goalies look awful. They got to get a backup for the playoffs because their second, third string look awful. Um, I love Jack Eichel there. They never really had like an elite first line center. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do because uh, they've always uh, steamrolled through the playoffs. They never won a Stanley Cup, but they've always done really well hitting the conference finals, going to the Stanley Cup finals. Probably one of the best expansion teams that I've ever seen. So yeah, huh? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what's going to happen. All right, so now we're going to go back. Now that we kind of did a bit of a you know a rundown of what's going on, right? So let's talk about the beloved Maple Leafs. Uh, what happened? We, we had bat- this we is had- what happened. I'll tell you right now. All right, Jack Campbell, phenomenal. The first twenty-five games looked unreal, and it looked like this guy was going to get paid in the offseason because he's he's going to be a UFA. And then afterwards, apparently, he was playing through an injury. And uh, that's where we are right now. And uh, he's been out. The first time around, they ca- they called up uh, one of their young goalies, uh, Wolf. Yep. Uh, you know, he looked pretty good. But this other uh, kid, uh, Kelgren, looked really good, too. So uh, they have some good young goalies there in their system. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens next year. If uh, Is Campbell going to stay with the Leafs? Is he going to walk with the Leafs? Are they going to try one of these young goalies? But um, right now, as I can see, Mrazek was a terrible signing. And we have two more years. Two more years up to this guy, so oh, shit. I don't know what they're going to do with this guy. Let me ask you something: When it comes to suspensions and how the league deals with them, uh, what would you call this Matthews one? I probably would have gave him a fine. I think I would have gave him two games, to be honest with you. But it's interesting to see how these suspensions go sometimes, where they're too harsh or they're too lenient. But yeah, um, yeah, I would definitely just would have given him just a fine. I definitely thought it was uh, it was definitely too harsh. And really, when you look at the replay, uh, both players are just as bad, in my opinion. So 
if one of them is getting a two day, uh, two game suspension, I think both of them deserved it. If you watch yeah. the entire play, right? Yeah. Well, luckily for uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, they won both those games without Matthews. So. I know he comes back and they lose. <laughs> yeah. But he's still having a fan. Talk to me about this guy's year. So he's, uh, I think the last I looked, he's he's ranked fifth in overall in the NHL, and in terms of points, though, he's right there with uh, McDavid, correct? Oh yeah. Um. Well, yeah, yeah. He's close to McDavid. I don't think he's going to win the scoring title. I think that's going to be McDavid again, mm-hmm. or maybe even Huberto. Uh, Huberto's having a phenomenal season with the Florida Panthers. Or you can even say uh, McDavid's partner in crime, uh, Drysaddle. You know, ba- sorry, the Batman and Robin there. And um, David and Drysaddle, they're always up there in the point standings. But uh, yeah, I, I think Mick David at the end will win uh, the scoring title. Nice, nice. But uh, yeah, uh, for Matthews, I think he's going to win the Rocky Richard, and uh, he's playing with one of the best playmakers in the game, and uh, and Mitch Marner, great hands, great vision, and uh, let me tell you about this kid, Mitch Marner. Uh, first season when uh, John Tavares came to the Toronto Maple Leafs, forty-seven goals. Yep. Career year for John Tavares. And uh, last year, Marner was playing with Matthews, won the Rockery Shard, and Marner's playing with Matthews this year. Austin Matthews is probably going to win the Rockery Shard again, in my opinion. So, wow. got to wait and see. All right, we're going to hold you to that. So, for Toronto to win the Stanley Cup, what has to happen tomorrow on the deadline? They don't have much cap room. That's the problem. Like, they added this Arizona defenseman, Labushkin. Uh, good kid. Has good size. Um could they bring another defenseman? I would love to see Giordano here. Uh, he would definitely help. Uh, he was a former captain of the Calgary Flames. He's on the Seattle Kraken's expansion team. I would yep. love to see Giordano here, another defenseman. Okay, so let's say tomorrow is the, the Stanley Cup Finals. What are the two mm-hmm. teams that you picture standing there at the end? Uh, realistically, it's, it's probably going to be Florida and Colorado. But I would love to see a Canadian Finals in uh, Calgary and Toronto. But man, if Toronto doesn't get out of the first round this year, someone's getting fired and one of their big four has to go. I mean, rightfully so. Let's be honest for a second. You can't have this kind of fire uh, firepower up front and still not make it past the first round. Let's be honest. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so let's... Okay, so the coaching... One of the, co- the coaches getting fired. Fine. Which one of the big four are uh, taking the deal to get the fuck out of town? It's going to be Nylander. He's got uh, his caps around just under $7 million and uh, yeah, I think he'll be the odd man out. You can't trade Marner. Matthews is your franchise player, and your there's your homeboy. Uh, he's from Toronto area, so yeah, I think it's going to be Nylander. All right, and uh, last question before we close this bad boy up. Who's hoisting that Stanley Cup this year? I want to call you out right now. I love to see the Calgary Flames. I love what Sutter's done with this team. That's the team you're saying is winning it, or is that the team you yeah. want to win it? I think they're going to win it. Calgary Flames. All right, I'm going to write this down there, Big Mikey. Got it. Okay, right. so Flames to win the 2021-2022 Stanley Cup. Big Mikey's calling here first. Guys, get on Pro Line if you're here in Canada. If you're not going yeah. to the States. Stanley get, Cup's coming back to Canada. Um, I don't I, I don't know all the gambling sites in the States, but I know Joey Diaz calls ones out. Talk to them. See, okay. if, you, yeah, see if you can uh, get your bets going. Uh, Big Mikey here says Calgary's got it. All right. Well, thank you for having me on your show. Thanks for being on the show. Once again, folks, just a friendly reminder, you can listen to our podcast live on our uh, website at godeepproductions.godaddysites.com or you can buy our gear. Click one of the tabs that says get the gear, get the deep gear. And, uh, yeah, we got a couple things there. If you like it, great. If you don't, you don't. If you want to link with one of our podcasters, just go on the website. And you can click on our link tree and you can find us. 
A wise person once told me nobody likes to tip, so that's why we go deep. Go deep. Go deep. Go deep. This is Go Deep Productions. Thank you for listening to Go Deep, the podcast, a member of Go Deep Productions, where we give our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on all forms of social media. If you would like to reach out to the show, email us at GoDeepThePodcast at gmail.com. And remember, always go deep.